Welcome to a live post-game show here on the Basketball Zone YouTube channel. Raptors Nation, 0-1, not the way we want to start the season. The offense looked terrible, but I got my boy Robert Mitchovich to break it all down. Well, whatever is left of breaking this game down, we're going back and forth during the game. They were very disappointed. I was very disappointed on many guys. I know Robert's going to go in on Fred. But let's go in on OG first. Before those two back-to-back -back threes, he had about five, six points. Where was he tonight, Robert? Because you didn't feel him. You felt him defensively. Yes, he's elite on that end. But offensively, a man's disappeared. Talk to me. He looked. Yeah, he had a rough night. <laughs> uh, you, you could, you could tell. Like, there's this thing with OG where he. You can tell when the shot leaves his hand when it's going in. Right. He doesn't aim it. It just he doesn't think about it. Today he was thinking about it a lot, and he was kind of aiming that ball. And you could just tell he was so frustrated. His body language is pretty neutral, but mm -hmm. today you could tell he was slamming the ball. Like I think this was, this was your quick mud game. You know, like I think there's just like a, sorry, a quick sand game. Like right. I think it's just they they felt like they were just they were playing eight on five. Like I don't want to say it's all on the refs. Because it wasn't. There's a lot of right. this is self-induced. But, yeah, they, they couldn't buy a shot. And it wasn't just the shots, right? People can say, well, it's you know, it's the preseason to the regular season. There's going to be a step up. Well, not at the not at the free throw line. They right. couldn't make free throws. They couldn't dribble the ball. I think Speed lost the ball at one point. OG lost the ball. Scotty Barnes lost the ball. Like, it's like there was just too much, um, too many nerves in that building. I think there's a lot of pressure. It's like you've been away for 600 plus days. You know what I mean? The the gravity of that moment. I was feeling anxious. I mm -hmm. haven't felt this anxious before a regular season game in my life ever. Right. So I think it's just it's a combination of like that pregame hype. You have like all this celebration, and the Washington Wizards just look like, let's shut these guys up, you know? Right. So I think it's just I think it's an aberration. You can just wipe this away. I consider coming on the show and be like, trade everybody, trade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's like nobody is this bad. Right. right? Right. Um, and and before but, Batten came into the game, the team just looked lost offensively. I have to question some of the things that Nick Nurse did. We saw a lot of Fred Van Vliet being the go-to guy in this offense. They kind of pretexted the whole offseason saying that he was their guy, their number one option. And I didn't like the way that looked today. I know he didn't shoot the ball great. He had a few good moments, let's be honest, but most of them were not good. They were forced. A lot of the open or lack of open shots was because he just doesn't have that that explosive first step, I would say. And so it was kind of hard for him to break down the defense at times. And when he got to the rim, he missed a lot of shots. But yeah, I just didn't enjoy shoot. that. Just it, it was he's tough to watch him. I mean, honestly, imagine if you were one of those people, you, you don't even know, you don't want to know how expensive those tickets were mm. uh, to opening night. It was like some people were like, I don't know, Rent or Raptors right. against Wizards, right? And on the other side, you're watching the Washington Wizards. Like you're not even going to see a prime Laker team right. or even the Chicago Bulls, you know, something like that you actually want to watch. You're probably watching a lottery team right now. And yeah, it was ugly. Uh, I think Fred family, it's, it's not just a lack of explosiveness. There are a lot of guys out there. Patty Mills is not super explosive, but he still looks better than Fred Van Vliet. I think it's, it's a basketball IQ thing. 
I think it's a selfishness thing, to be honest. And to be honest, like I think the worst part about this night, apart from the absolutely terrible shooting and the lack of ball movement and the uh, I don't want to say questionable shot selection. It was terrible shot selection yeah, from it was Fred. It from was everybody, terrible. let's be honest, because Nick Nurse couldn't dial up a very good offense, that free-flowing offense that we've seen in the past. It no was way. a lot of, again, like Fred being your number one option is an issue. He cannot be your number one issue, if it, or number one option, sorry. If he is your second, third, probably third, I'm okay with that, right? But as your number one OG has to be that guy, Robert. I know we talked about him a lot. We highlighted him a lot in preseason. He looked lost today. He had that one good play in the first quarter where he missed a shot, but he looked real smooth, step back, crisscross under his legs. He looked good doing it. Like, it looked natural doing it. But then after that, he disappeared offensively. I think he's just, uh, this is new for him, right? Right. There's going to be some growing pains. There's going to be some awkward drives. There's going to be some weird finishes. He's not. You know, he's not fluid, right? Like a lot of prime scores are pretty fluid. So even when they miss, it doesn't look quite so stupid. But when he misses, it looks like this guy's never played basketball before. Right. So I understand that the eye test says, oh, my God, he shot too many shots. But I will say that I was watching OG, Scotty, you know, it's one thing to go one for 10. It's another thing to go two for 15. And like eight of those were shots that you shouldn't have taken because shots you don't that you're not supposed to take they throw your defense off balance they kill the they kill all the momentum Momentum. of the game right so when you take shots early in the shot clock and you know it wasn't just fred van vliet it was gary Trent jr it was chris boucher it was precious achua as well right how many times in that first quarter did precious achua just straight up miss a dunk scotty barnes missed two dunks right i mean and this was a this was almost a 10 point game at the end so I think there's, look, it's it's hard to take anything away from this game. I'll say this. The rookies looked way more composed. Yes. Right? That length was annoying. And that's what we were talking about. You know, when we talked about the Raptors, we talked about length. And I'm sorry, but Fred Van Bleet and Goran Dragic, that's not a lot of length. Right. Right? So you got to lean into your strengths. Trent, I know not, not a lot of length. <laughs> he looked terrible. Right? Gary Trent looked pretty bad. Sweet Mahalo looked, looked exactly like a veteran minimum contract. He looked god awful. Oh terrible. my god, he was forcing so many shots. I was like, dude, stop shooting the ball. Yeah, so it's it's again, it's like when the you know I think pressure burst pipes, right? That's that's the old saying, pressure mm-hmm. burst pipe. You can watch this team. Like I think Fred and Pascal have low key thrown a little bit of shade Kyle's way. Uh, the last few weeks, they've kind of said like, hey, you know, now that he's out of the way, mm. you know, he's a nice guy and all. We're going to miss him. But now that he's out of the way, well, you know what? This is the type of performance that just never happened when Kyle Lauer was around because he was such a steadying force that the minute you had like a couple of these like out of, you know, and it's just look, you, you know better than probably most that basketball is a game of rhythm. Right. You've got to find rhythm, right? <laughs> 100%. So, so you got OG coming off of pin downs, and he's just catching the ball at the wrong place. He's catching the ball 25, 30 feet away because you have a point guard who can't create yeah. any sort of gravity to get him an open look, right? So now he's catching the ball, and everybody knows, you know, Scotty's not a great shooter, mm-hmm. right? Precious is not a great shooter. He looked right? bad, so, too. God diggity. 
Right. And it's just like, there's not a lot of spacing. So you're asking a guy who's maybe at best a developing ball hammer to suddenly now create like against three on one. Right. And I think for all, you know, his struggles tonight, OG looked good on defense. He rebounded the hell out of the last ball. Mm-hmm. He tried. And, you know, I think Scotty Barnes looked really good. I really do. I he think did. he missed some chip. He looked, he missed some chippies, uh, close to the bucket. He's not going to miss those hopefully a lot. Uh, I think it's first game jitters. It's his yeah. first game, right? The, the energy in that building was intense. I had friends who were there. They were just texting me and they're like, Oh my God, I can't hear myself think in this building. It's loud. Right. And sometimes that helps and sometimes it hurts. It depends on what kind of team you are. And if you're a veteran team that helps. And if you're a young team, that can be kind of scary actually to play against, you know, to play in that kind of, uh, environment is, is kind of intimidating. And Bradley Beal, probably the one guy on, you know, on, on the floor where that's not going to shake him. But I think Scotty Barnes looked good. I think Delano Banton looked awesome. It's he, not he earned the, his spot he, today. Like he's part of that rotation without question. Like if anyone had any questions, I hope that that today was the day. But yeah, twelve points, nine rebounds for Scotty Barnes, bro. The kid's legit. Yeah, I think uh, Delano Banton will probably not be in the rotation. To be honest, like I mean, he, he, he's <laughs> he just you saw a lot of good today. Uh, but there's a lot of bad as well, right? For and sure. You're going to see a lot of bad. You're going to see defenses leaving him wide open for threes. You're going to see turnovers. He nearly turned the ball over like a few times. He had some really high moments. What I liked about him, and this is more so like a personality thing, is that he came in and he did not look rattled. Like he right. didn't look rattled by that moment for one second. And if there's anyone who should be rattled by this moment, it's the kid playing in front of his hometown as a rookie, right? He should have been the most nervous player in the whole building and he didn't look nervous at all. So I'll say that he maintained his composure and that's sort of uh, the thing that leaves the really bitter taste in my mouth about this game is that final shot that Fred took. (laughs) Come on, really? Dude, 16 seconds on the clock, game's over. You dribble that out. You do not take that shot. That's like... He's playing for the spread, bro. I don't know who he's betting on or who was betting on him, man, but that that was classless. And you could just tell the Washington Wizards did not appreciate that and almost looked like Kyle Kuzma was going to take that shot last second too. Uh, it's just, again, there's you know there's a sort of steadying force that was there with Kyle. And it's just, it looked like, it just looked like everything was sloppy today. Everything just looked off. You know what I mean? It just looked like everything was a step slow. Everything was a pass late, two seconds late. And it's just like, it's hard to play offense like that. I've played on teams like that as a basketball player. Yep. It's really hard to find any sort of rhythm. Uh, you just can't. So I'm not going to take too much from this game. You know, Raptor fans, hang in there. <laughs> I'm really rethinking myself putting them at seventh, though, uh, yeah. a little bit. But, yeah. I mean, it's going to be a tough season. Uh, but hopefully have Pascal back and the rookies and... Yuto Watanabe and hopefully Chris Boucher gets uh, gets his rhythm because he hasn't played. You know, he's been out the entire preseason. Hopefully this is an aberration and maybe by midseason they'll calm down. <laughs> yeah. Well, to your point about Banton, um, i rather, honestly, me, my personal opinion, i rather him playing in Makulia or SVI, whatever you want to call the dude, like... I understand that he is out there to spread the floor. You don't pay a dude God knows how much money in Trent Jr. to be that guy. You play a vet minimum dude. I rather play a rookie who looked who who looked composed and brings the aspects 
the strengths to this team, like defense, like that length, like the playmaking, rather than a dude who honestly is iffy with his shot in SVI. And that's the way, that's the direction I would go in. And if this kid can bring in that type of energy off your bench, even if it's for 12 to 16 minutes, look, SVI plays 16 minutes tonight. That is way too many minutes for this dude who has always been on, on you know, like a end of the bench type guy. I don't know, man. I, I mean, he, he definitely had a worse game. I think the thing that, you know, if I could talk to, to talk to Nick Nurse, I mean, he's yeah. one of my favorite coaches. And if I could talk to him and say, here's one thing you need to consider uh, going forward, I would say uh, Precious and Goran probably need to go to the bench. Uh, it's not because they had a bad game. Mm-hmm. It's not that. It's just a balanced thing in the lineup. I think that second unit, I think Goran could really, really help that second unit. They were they were atrocious tonight. Uh, Nurse has a habit of going with a two point guard lineup. I don't yep. know what I don't know why that's his tendency. It's it's not like it's not this team's strength. I would start Scotty at the two, OG at the three, um, maybe Kem Kem at the five, and you know Utah at the four if you know he comes back or you know do do. Uh, Pascal Siakam when he comes back, but oh, for sure. yeah, I think yeah. Goran, Goran Dragic needs to move to the bench. I hope Scotty Barnes does not move to the bench, and you know it. I would be pissed. <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot of things, man. It was a lot of things. There was a, there was a play where Scotty Barnes clearly drove to the basket. It was a clear, clear not foul, and yeah. he got called for a foul. It was an offensive foul, and they showed the replay. He, and there's like that OG thing at the end. Mm, that was not an offensive foul. That right. was a natural movement. So it's like you're just shaving six points off a team that's already struggling, and I think those things kind of just kill your momentum. And he honest. had great moments defensively in Scotty Barnes. Who the hell blocks those type of shots on a superstar like Bradley Beal? That, those are the intangibles both you and I talked about coming into the pre-draft process and then recently as well, what could make him a potential game changer. It's you can put him against the other team's best player and have just all complete faith that he's going to get the job done. Whether or not he blocks it, he's going to make it super difficult because you realized that Bradley Beal started, you know, shooting up a little bit higher, changing just, just a tad. And again, it's a game of inches, right? Like if you go, a little bit to the right, a little bit to the left. A shot's not going to go in. So, with that said, yeah. Bill had a good game. But I'm just saying, like, those are the little things that can make a huge difference once his team gets it together and, you know, they, they start winning games again. I think it's just one of those things where you can look at this game and say, is there a five-minute stretch that I can take something from right. and use it for the next game? And I think it is that Banton, you know, Precious, Scotty, OG lineup maybe with Fred Van Vliet or whatever. Uh, again, you negate so much of what you're creating with that front court switchability and length by having two point guards in the backcourt. You just do, right? So you got to have some sort of size in the backcourt uh, so that, you know, defenses aren't, you know, and, and we got killed. We got killed On by Bradley Beal and, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie in the beginning. And it's just, frankly, it's because at this stage in his career, Spencer Dinwiddie's going to have his way with Goran Dragic or, you know, uh, Fred right. Van Vliet. He's just too big. So there's just too much size. And it's kind of ironic that we've been talking about, oh, we're going to be so tall. We're going to be so tall. And it's like their backcourt is literally bigger than yours on opening night. Right. You know what I mean? Like by by several inches. Like Spencer right. Dilley's like pretty much a shooting guard. He's like 6'5". So I think it's just uh, – it's sort of a missed opportunity. I understand why they did it. Uh, Goran Dragic looked fine. Like he looked like a steadying force. I just think that they need to bring that off the bench. And honestly, if they were a little bit bolder, I'd bring Fred Van Vliet off the bench because he just – 
he just oh my god and start who guy. though because you can't start trent i just think trent is just a minus out there right um did you did you see how often he gambled like i'm hearing the raptors commenters i don't know what feed you were watching I did. but you're I, just I, like I was, oh my yeah. god his hustle his hustle <laughs> and i'm like do you do you realize like you're brainwashing a fan base to like this guy but he is out of position every freaking time 100%. he gambles and yeah sometimes it works sometimes it works sure, you yeah. know but so often he he either made a positive play on the ball like i think he had three steals tonight i, I would i would guarantee you at least two of those steals he threw the ball away within tons within two seconds like yeah he did he did work, right so he's just out of control um he takes a lot of ill-advised shots and again you know you just it's like when banton came in with barnes uh you had two guys who were not selfish right right immediately and they were kind of reading the floor and they were taking what the offense you know the defense was giving them and then you got back into the game and it was like it was an insurmountable i think at one point it was like 49 to like 70 it was, <laughs> like it was crazy 78 yeah it was nuts like it was a 30 point game and you almost cut it to 10 with like five solid minutes of two rookies just not being selfish ball hogs so i think if there's anything you take away from this game it's that it's that you know having guys who move the ball and it's just like you were seeing it you know mm -hmm. it's like there was action off the ball guys were moving uh, you know there's cutting there's action whereas like with fred it's just like pound 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 shoot or pound, 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 pass, and then, then that guy's got like four seconds and he shoots. And it's just like, just really bad shot creation. I don't think this is all on Nurse. I think it's right. maybe it's just way too much faith in Fred VanVleet to, you know, again, replicate what Kyle Lowry did. And he's not Kyle Lowry. You know, I've been telling people this all offseason. You're going to miss this guy a lot. Well, know? let's end it on so. a good note. Nick Nurse. I believe in Nick Nurse. I believe he's, he's going to make the right adjustments to maybe – try and get fred off the ball where i believe he excels at the most mm -hmm. maybe seeing scotty barnes and more of a primary playmaking role right and then just going from the there no what, what happened did you see him walking he looked like he was about to cry who did scotty barnes wow like he, he looked so like just Upset, deflated yeah. just by this i mean he cares he cares if there's a positive note here raptor fans your rookies showed up right 100%. your two the two kids that you know they were like parading around as like the future <laughs> this long long backcourt you're thinking about these guys showed up and they showed up in a way that i haven't seen a lot of rookies show up mm -hmm. you know in my life like just composure wise i'm not talking like explosive offensive right. whatever but just in terms of composure effort uh, they showed up. Hopefully their veteran teammates can follow the lead. Yeah. Well, let's end it on that note. Thank you guys so much. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe for more Raptors coverage here on the Basketball Zone YouTube channel. You guys can also catch us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you catch your iTunes or your, your podcast, your audio podcast. Thank you so much, Robert. When's the next game? Is it Friday? Uh, Friday. Friday. Okay. Yeah, we got a tough schedule coming up. Friday and Saturday are tough games. So we'll be back. We'll, 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 we'll be, be back. Uh, hopefully we can uh, potentially break some we, we film. Play, can we play a drinking game with this? Like at yeah. some point, like if we yeah. just keep the shoot, shooting thing, like <laughs> I'll just pass out drunk uh, like after a five game losing streak. But let's just hope yeah. we don't get there. Let's go live during the game. And let's die. <laughs> oh my God. If, if you had seen my, my live commentary during the game, it was just literally like expletive, expletive, yeah. Fred Bleed, expletive, expletive, Gary Trent. It was bad. We'll put an but expletive yeah. badge on, on, on the uh, live stream. 
Um, but yeah, guys, thank you guys so much. <laughs> and on behalf of the entire Basketball Zone community, we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.